Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast, and this is the We Will Fix It show with Colin Thomas, as it was recorded for Potaholics with a little bit of extra at the start, sort of the introductory role, as you might want to call it. What are we talking about here? Plain and simple, Colin has been moving and getting ready for his move and planning for his move and trying to get himself out of the doghouse. Long story short, Natalie, his wife, not impressed when he decided that he was going to pull the plug on their lease well before they had a place to move to. Then they found a place to move to. Now they've got to do all sorts of repairs and renovations to the place that they're going to move to, which they've actually moved into and the repairs and DIY are happening as they live on site. You're going to love the conversation. As always, it's fun. It's informative. It's it's a little bit entertaining. And it all comes to you right here on the James Cast. Talk to you soon, but enjoy. All right. So we got at least one thing working. <laughs> Makes it all more fun. All right, here we go. It is Potaholics time, which means We Will Fix It with Colin Thomas from We Will Fix It Dubai is in the building. When I say the building, coming to you from the Rove Hotel, downtown Dubai, the podcast studio. We got a great show. We're going to, this is, this might be almost the wrap of the moving saga. I'm going to put all the podcasts together and we can go from one to the other. I think it would make a, a great little mini series. Right up there with Roots. Oh, yes. That's a good one, isn't it? Well, the problem is Roots always had sequels, and I think I've got about another two or three months worth of sequels. Oh, man. Really? Lots still to do. Well, just to bring everyone back up to speed, because we've been talking about this for, it seems to be months right now, and I, I think it's about six weeks on and off, we've been going through the moving exercise, and I think our first one was when you were talking about redoing the kitchen yes. in a previous place that was up for consideration, mm. which didn't happen. But then that's when we did the whole kitchen show. And we, yeah. we've actually done multiple iterations now of the kitchen show, which is kind of cool because when you start thinking about it, and now I keep my eyes on people's kitchens. So when I go in, I'm looking at things. Oh, I see what they've done here. Oh, what have you done for What have you done with the backsplash tile? Oh, okay. What, what are you doing with the sink? And oh, where's the water? And they, they kind of look at you. It's like, what are you, a house inspector or something? Like, why are you asking all these questions? Well, I've got this weird friend who's absolutely insistent that uh, every single element of a kitchen has to be perfect. (laughs) And as a result, that's why I'm staring at you in this weird way. It'd be like that, wouldn't it? So as we were kicking off the last show, you were well in the midst of getting the the, the kitchen finished. You had multiple jobs going on. You had the tile guy. You'd found some great granite. You you know, uh, everything was a go. Seven days later, what is going on in the world of DIY with your new housing arrangement? Well, we're doing really, really well on the kitchen. Actually, whilst we're talking, I'm just forwarding you a picture so you've got that. some reference. Okay. Um, and it's gone, it's gone ridiculously well. My boys are on fire, bless them. Um, I had a full day of um, my lead electrician yesterday uh-huh. um, who managed to get, I think, three days' work done 
uh, in the day, which was quite something. It Three really days' was. work done in one day. In one day. So, what did you what did you have the electrician doing? So, um, he started off with uh, installation of the three lights I've just sent you in that picture, yeah, the, which, which are beautiful, are, actually, well, N- nice fixtures. We found those in electrical lighting on Shakeside Road, oh. um, which is a legendary treasure trove. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's driving in the direction of uh, Abu Dhabi yeah. knows the shop because. It is. Is it the one that's totally lit up with every light in the world? Exactly. Okay, I know exactly that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And they're brilliant in there. I mean, we've worked with them since literally day one in 2000. I've always wondered who shops there. Now I know. Yeah, I do. And it's, it's hilarious walking in there because I hadn't been in for a couple of years because yeah. these days we've got a whole purchasing team that does all of that. And um, so I got, I got talking with the guys there and then suddenly it clicked. And they kind of remembered, or one of the old guys had come in and come yeah. in, oh, you're looking older. Thank God he didn't say fat. You know? <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. I, well, I went I, to you. No, I went in somewhere and they, they said, oh, you've, you've put on a little, uh, a little weight. And I went, really? <laughs> Are they still alive? <laughs> but, you know, I kind of made me go, oh, man, really? It's like, is this the COVID, the COVID tire? I, I just, I, everything fits the same. I'm kind of surprised. So I thought maybe they just hadn't seen me in a while. Maybe they're just talking rubbish. You thought about <laughs> Could be, could be. They're just winding me up. Yes, maybe that's it. <laughs> Lovely customer tactic, that isn't yeah. it? Yeah, he was about to spend money with us. Let's wind him up by calling him fat. What a great move. So you went to the lighting place. Yes. So I was at the lighting place, and um, the way this works is anything that's not creative, I get to do alone. Uh-huh. Anything that is creative, Natalie comes along too. So are the lights creative or not? The lights are definitely creative, without okay. a doubt. So Natalie was with you. Yeah, which is really lucky because I would have bought some garbage. <laughs> it, it really was a good decision this time. And then we, we narrowed it down to three. When I say we... Um, Natalie. Well, yeah, she chooses them and she says, do you hate it? And when she says, do you hate it, she means, do you really hate it? Okay. Okay, and that's where we got to. Bizarrely, I was quite happy with two out of the three. One I really did hate, but yeah. the, two, the two were kind of quite close. And did you hate the one that she hated? No, she liked all three oh, okay. of, the, of the options there, but she was just totally wrong on one. And, you know, it's going to happen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, but very seldomly for your wife. She's not usually wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> well, the difficulty I have is she is an ex-fashion designer. There and you go. So she's a very stylish lady and has a really good eye on yeah. the whole, which is so frustrating when you're a very practical man with no clue of style whatsoever. So when you leave in the essential maintenance shirt or the we will fix it shirt, she must just go... Well, these days, actually, apart from work gear, um, yeah. she she dresses me entirely. But then ah. what I can do is actually put two very stylish items together and make it look horrendous. <laughs> it's quite, but also, the odd thing that I found is that she's not too bothered about going out with me, even though I look horrendous, because I make her look even better. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I do notice sometimes that she's lagging like three steps behind. <laughs> <laughs> so, as if that the kind of he's kind of with me, but not really. <laughs> so anyway, we're back back to the light. So in the end, we had two options: which was yeah. the more blingy one or the less blingy one. Right. Okay. And what, what made the blingy one blingy? Well, I want you first of all looking at that picture. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture. Do you think we went with the more blingy one or the less blingy one? I think you went less blingy for sure. No, that's the more blingy one. It's, it's mirrored. I've got a mirror light there. Yeah. I, I know, I but... You, oh, blimey. You I don't really think it must looks, be wild and crazy. You are. I don't think it looks blingy at all. I'm amazed. Right, well, we thought that was exceedingly blingy. Oh, I'll have you know how okay. day. But look at how I dress. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. You are a very blingy kind of guy. 
So um, it, it, it all worked out really well. So the, the critical thing when you're, you're dealing with lights these days is these days the bulbs are totally different. Right. So the LED is a start point, but the real style at the moment and actually what we went for is these, um, like the filament type. Yeah, lamps. yeah. You know the ones Everyone loves those. So do these have big filament lamps in them? Exactly, yeah. Ooh. So they've got big filament lamps. But for me, because I know that we're not going to get it right first time, they've got to be dimmable. Right. And these days, the technology on dimmable is really good. Oh, good. Much, much better than it was even, well, four years ago when I did the last um, fit out, you basically had like three options of LED brightness on yeah. a dimmer, supposedly. Now it is actually really variable. So you can go all the way down and all the way up, which yeah. is wonderful. So those went in yesterday. Uh, very happy with those. But where we've got up to was uh, we had, it's an Ikea. Um, okay. kitchen and the reason for that was quite simple which was yeah that tested oh I'm, I'm checking to look to see if the countertops are in there they are in there oh yeah they are beautiful yeah. beautiful so you went with wow you know what i gotta say the lighting totally matches the cupboard color that's not me either um, <laughs> to be fair that is uh, that is my wonderful <laughs> wife um but it, what we really decided was a with it being a long-term rental yeah. we we can't go bespoke german it's just silly isn't it yeah. so instead with two young kids and a crazy dog it makes sense to go something that's been tried and tested and then bling it up a bit even mm. though you think i haven't how dare you so what we did was we got the cupboards from uh, from ikea um, which and the fitting was fantastic. They reckon they take three to five days. Yeah. Uh, in the end, did it in two, which wow. was wonderful. We redid a lot of the electrics in there. So, um, we so did you pull out the wiring or replace the the sockets in different places? All, all the sockets have been replaced. Uh, interesting enough, this time we went with MK, which I, oh. MK, what? Why MK is that? Are brilliant. I mean, yeah. back in the day in the UK, thirty years ago. There was only MK as the quality option. Yeah. So, I mean, and literally, I used to go around with my dad when, because my dad did absolutely everything, as I mentioned before, at our yeah. place. And we'd go to electrical shops and we'd look at the MKs and he'd kind of suck his teeth. And, and yeah. depending on where we were, either he could afford it for that, uh, that socket or he couldn't. But it was always the quality standard. So if we needed something else, he would always look at it versus the MK. Yeah. And um, so I, I've got that history with MK that, uh, that I really like, but also they just don't fail. Mm. Um, you know, there's probably three brands here that I'm particularly comfortable with, M MK, Schneider and the Grand de Grey. Right. Yeah. Um, and those three were kind of the options of where we were. But because we need a real variety of different switches, it's unbelievable how many switches they have in a ranch's uh, kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it worked out that that was the closest that I could get to everything that I needed. Oh, Not really? everything. But the closest that okay. I could get. So with still, a dimmer switch on one of those? No. No. See, the MK, MK have currently got a problem with all the dimmer switches. So they've pulled them from their ranges. Really? Yeah. Now, the good news on that for me was that luckily the single dimmer that I needed is on a completely different wall just at the entrance. It's mm. um, almost, almost like a corridor as you walk into the kitchen. So it's separate from all the others. So visually, I, I can get away with something that's a little bit different there okay. uh, and will be absolutely fine. And actually, for dimmers, my favorite brand's Robus anyway. Um, Why is that? Why do you like Robus so much? They're really, I mean, the quality is immaculate. They just yeah. don't fail. And we've been using them for a decade now. Difficult to get hold of, which is the main issue. So supply oh. is the main issue. Um, but they... Uh, is there a reason for that? Are they, do, I mean, because they're, they're such good quality. It's only electrical lighting that supplies them in the UAE. Wow. So we have to get them from there, and it depends on their supply. Mm -hmm. um, and as a result, it can be quite difficult to be able to get like brushed metal effect that we need. 
So I've got to put an order in, and I think it's going to be a couple of months before that arrives. So I've got a, just a, a straight, robust white dimmer in there at the moment. That actually, actually looks really good. So <laughs> we're getting the kitchen painted on Thursday. So hold on, you're, you're painting after you've put in all the cupboards and yeah. stuff. Is that standard? Well, I guess people would never take off the cupboards anyway, so. Well, the difficult thing was we couldn't do the tiling until um, the cupboards were in. Mm. The tiling needed to be extended in different directions, and there isn't a tiler in this world that is going to keep the tile glue in the right location right. when you're doing it so you're repainting afterwards if that was going to happen okay and if you partially repaint i can see it yeah. most people may not be able to see it but i can see yeah. it and that will get on my nerves beyond belief <laughs> so we didn't really have that option so now it's going to be a question of making sure that the uh, the paint is taped properly yeah. that everything is covered but the real well, the one that i just really loved was the worktops the, uh, there was a little place, a, f- a fit-out friend of mine said, look, go to these guys. Don't don't ask me why, just go to these just guys. Just go to these guys. Yeah, go. So next morning, and again, worktops are creative. So I packed Natalie in the car. Um, kids often mother-in-law and dog. That was uh-huh. an interesting one. Uh-huh. He, he, he ate a rug. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Didn't, no not didn't one take of these, a, not take a bite out of it. A Persian rug or just a... You know, Friday market rug. I thought it was best not to ask at that moment. Okay. You know, it was quite a big rug. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he just took a fancy to it. So, yeah, you know, this looks like a nice meal. He's got history with rugs, to be honest, Rolo. Um, but normally, it'll have a little nibble. Well, this was pizza-sized. Oh, no. I know. And she obviously had been focused on the kids, not the dog. <laughs> yeah. So he'd been left to his own devices. And, um, yeah, he's absolutely nailed it. So... <laughs> Bless her, she'd never even think of giving me a bill, but I've, I've already told Natalie, whatever you do, go, you go and get, get a sensible rug and we'll, we'll, we'll get it back to, uh, back to Nana. I can't remember where I was going with that. Can you, you? You, were, you were talking about paint. Oh, and- yes, paint. Right. So, um, as a result, so the tiling's gone in. Now, the tiles were really odd. Oh, so, um, you thought those were going to be, those were going to be a piece of cake? They kind of were. But it was really odd. So the tiles that we chose were marble, um, first yeah. of all. And they're all um, a watercut marble with a, um, a design in and then grey grout, which has come out brilliantly. Mm. However, when we opened, so initially I got... What I get? These are Dragon Mart tiles as well, right? They are, yeah. Okay. I got six square metres originally for a 4.8 square metre area that needed to be covered. Okay, so you've, you've got extra room there. You've got a, a margin right. for error. Yeah, I'm doing really well here. Then we open the, well, a combination of day one of doing the tiling. The tiler, first of all, goes, hmm, you've got six square metres for 4.8. It's like, yeah, absolutely. I've allowed a 30% margin there. It's like, I need another two. (laughs) What? Really? (laughs) So I'm like, okay, well. Well, Hold on, why did he need more? Well, because the, the like nature 8. of the design. Meters. Actually, I think on your picture you can see the design on there right. if you zoom in a bit. I'm looking. So it's a really odd design that would would mean that he would have quite a lot of oh, wastage. I see what you're talking about. So the, with the wastage that he's got, it would probably be a little bit tight. Oh yeah, because you got to go to do the corners and you got to match yeah. everything up. Yeah. yeah, it's the match that, that's there, and because it's cut, um, that can be quite difficult as well. Also, if you imagine when he's physically chopping the, the tiles, yeah. when they are kind of pieced but on a backing, there's a right. really good chance he's going to make errors as well. Mm. So we open the first box of tiles, and it is ten tiles per square meter. Mm-hmm. Of those ten tiles, eight were cracked. Oh, how's that? How's that even possible? The box had obviously been dropped. Yeah. Okay. So I then go to box two. I've got six boxes here. I go to box two. 
three are cracked and then there are like four that are really badly sand marked and what, what it had just been by the water jetting the water jet that they'd used had just damaged all of the marble so literally i went through and out of the 60 that i had 28 were defective oh that's awful yeah i was not a happy fella at this point so it's almost like when it, you know it's sort of a lesson to be learned when you're picking up that product from Dragon Mart. You open and inspect every box so you can say, "Yeah, no, replace this one." Exactly. Oh. Well, luckily it all worked out. So I went back, I got the extra two square meters, and then also I replaced all twenty-eight. Oh, great! And, and they I, were they were okay with that? I wouldn't say they were the happiest initially, oh. um, but once they understood that I was going nowhere. Um, then at that point, everything kind of flowed quite nicely, yeah. which was good. Um, and that was two trips because I had to take stock from the warehouse to be able mm. to, to get it there. And I said, look, let's do this in one hit. I need 28, which is um, 2.8 square meters. So therefore, why don't you bring four square meters with you just for that? But also I've got that additional two square meters that probably you need three. So bring seven square meters and between us, we'll get 4.8. Yeah. And we just did. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, I'm in a really good place, and, and things, are, things are really good. So I got them back to the tiler. The tiler was excellent, really, yeah. really good. Um, but in the end, his wastage rate, I think, was about 10%. Wow. So we've got loads left over. But I much prefer that way than, uh, than the other. Um, but again, Natalie, clever lady, decided grey grout was the way to go. Mm. And it really brings out the uh, the pattern that we've gone for. And we're oh, nice. blissfully happy with it. It's really, really good. Um, but literally that got finished last night. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, so he wasn't rushing this either, like this this whole no, job. That was, I think, two days to do um, to do that, which is 4.8 square metres. Is I mean, that's quite slow. But then the cutouts he had to do for the number of sockets mm -hmm. and just the way it was kind of set up was, was not the easiest for him. So he's, he's done a cracking job. Um, and actually, I th I've now got him, I think he's going to be employed for the next, oh, I think, month um, solidly on our place. Wow. So um, they also, at the same time, we put granite tiles, um, which had gone right away from the entrance area, uh, and also unpolished granite. Oh, my Lord, there is a product. Without turned out better than you expected because you were talking about the unpolished granite really? and you've gone through a whole bunch of hoops to try yeah. and find it and then ended up back at Dragon Mart. Yes. No, they've been great. Um, the one curveball with those was because you are, you, there's always going to be a kicker if you're going for something cheap. Yeah. And the kicker on that one was they weren't totally even in terms of the thickness oh. of, the, of the tile, which was fine because the tiler is that good that yeah. he will literally make sure that he levels it and uses the right tile amount Think of about the thickness. Like it should be consistent. It should be. It should yeah. be. And it was 15 mil, which is yeah. fine and no issue, but it wasn't uh, opulent, let's put it that way. Mm. Um, so... He, he was able to actually even it out beautifully. And again, Greg granted that, and it, it just looks the absolute mutts. I'm really happy with it. Nice. What, what about, uh, uh, so tiling is almost complete then? No. Tiling no. has only just begun. We've done no. 53 square meters so far. Right. Um, I've got another 104 to do, um, which again is going to be in, in unpolished granite as well, but we might go a shade darker because this one is really light. Um, and then we've got a uh, both an area for a pergola to be done. We've got some wooden decking to be done and then uh, another area which is going to be like a dining area yeah. um, as well to do so there's a huge amount and all of that needs a solid concrete base so yikes yeah exactly <laughs> that's why we're keeping him busy now how did the tenders go out for you you said you were going to tender for the concrete bases yes i did yeah and did you end up going with someone else or did you end up sticking with your tile guy 
I stuck with my tile guy, but I nailed him. <laughs> um, so I went to a couple of my, my trusted suppliers over the years, yeah. uh, got the quotes in, and he was just the cheapest. Uh-huh. But knowing the other guys and the fact that they would just throw a huge amount of manpower at it, it wouldn't yeah. just be two guys over a month, month and a half. Um, I knew that he had margin at that point, which was the job that I needed to do. So I managed to knock him down. Oh, I got about 20, 20, 25% off in the end. Okay. Um, and yeah, so he's, he's nailed on. Um, which is good. But when he's got the quality of work, I don't mind waiting. When the quality of work is where yeah. it needs to be, I don't mind waiting for it. Is the rest of the painting done in the, the villa now? Uh, yes, but I've just messed that up again. Oh, no. Um, the, oh, no. <laughs> the dining area ceiling. Um, the lights were just at... Um, uh, they were... Uh, how do I explain this? Crosswise to the main dining table uh-huh. uh, instead of long, longitudinal yeah, across, yeah. across the midline. So did they, have, did they originally have their table placed differently in that room? I think, if I remember rightly, they, were, they split it the other way around. So oh. that was their seating area and gotcha. the other area... Um, oh no, no, that's not right. That was their TV area, and ah, the other area okay. was their dining area, uh, which still, interestingly enough, would have been wrong. For that, <laughs> but there we go. So, um, Ronald, my my lead tech um, yesterday, lead electrician. That was one of the jobs that he did in seconds. I just couldn't believe really? it. So well, because he knows what he's. And, and this is why you don't want to have a jobber doing your oh, electricity yeah. work. You want to have a technician and someone who's very skilled at their job yes. doing it, hence essential maintenance. Yeah. We will fix it. And like you said, he did it in minutes. It was, um, it, it, it wasn't just that. It's the efficiency that these guys work yeah. with, you know. Because they know it. Yeah. I, I got them to pull, we had a, had a duff socket for um, data. Uh-huh. Um, and when we opened it up, somebody had cut the backside of the, uh, the data cable. Why would they do that? Because they put coax into it for a satellite. All so right. strip, Does anyone buy thing. satellites these days? Well, no, I guess it's from a few, <laughs> few years ago and they haven't been using it. Although I do get a card every now and then in my you know garage door saying, you need satellite dish? Yeah. And I'm thinking, who is putting a satellite dish in? Isn't it odd? Yeah. But anyway, again, that job, I would normally have rate carded at about four hours, five hours. Uh-huh. 45 minutes. Wow. I know, but he's just that good. So, and there was just so many little, all of the sockets he did yesterday in the kitchen, that took him an hour. Um, the, obviously the lights went up. I had a, um, one of my DIY guys came to fix the four holes. Right. Again, that should have been like a two and a half to three hour job done in, he did that. He's split, so he, he uses time really efficiently. So initially, he puts um, the uh, the backing boards above the ceiling. Okay, so that then, leaves a little bit of a hole there, though, right? So backing board above the ceiling, yeah. then you've got that recessed hole piece. Exactly. So then he he cut out um, a bit of gypsum to to that size, screwed uh-huh. that in, filled it, and then immediately he filled it. The ladder came down, off to do other jobs while it dries. Ah, That's great. Let's go back to the van and off we go. I was really organised again in the way that I'd allocated jobs to people. um, And and that was really critical to make sure that they stayed on it. Also, it did help that um, I was was kind of talking to them and and keeping a really close eye on the work that they were doing. So Mm. there was something that that I could see was going to go wrong ahead. I was normally ahead of it, which was useful. So... um, uh, there were there were parts parts flying. Our poor drivers were, were basically coming to and from ours on quite a regular basis yesterday to make that happen. But we're so busy at the moment that even trying to take time from the guys yeah. is really difficult. And the bookings guys give me that look of absolute <laughs> horror. You're taking 
11 hours of tech time today, Colin, are you? <laughs> and, you know, it's, and they're right. They are right. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I don't really have that option. I need to get it all done so that f- hopefully for the next four years, we're, we're ready to go in a, in a good place. Yeah. What happened with the garage door? We had the saga with the garage door where there, yes. the, the bolts were coming out. It wasn't really holding on anything anymore. Yep. What, what, how did you fix that? What, what was the... What was 15 the? minutes DIY tech. Uh, reinstalled both the uh, the metal support that goes all the way down, yeah. uh, double lined it so that way um, he did a. There was another. If you imagine, it's got a, a lip in the middle of the um, of the door itself. So uh-huh. there is uh, two strips of aluminium on both sides. Yep. Previously, for some reason, they just screwed those into the core. Hmm. So yeah, hmm. great. That's idea. recipe for error right there. Yeah, absolutely. Disaster is going to happen. Yeah. So it was obvious that all he would do would bl- blind rivet it right the yeah. way through so that it works as a full sandwich. So once he got that structure sorted, he then managed to blind rivet the um, the main, uh, I guess it's a puller bar that you would call it, for the actual um, yeah. motor for the door onto that. And it's absolutely rock solid. No now, issue at all. In a previous episode, we were talking about that motor that was a disaster. Did your guy get managed to fix that easily? Yep, 15 minutes. Turns out he was lacking power. It looks horrific. Yeah. Um, but he said, yeah, what they've done, it's been retrofitted with a new panel control board and a new motor. Well, if you think about it, when, when you've got a, me- a basically a mechanism that is there to be able to lift a garage door, outside of a control panel and a motor, there's not much left there, is there, really, no. apart from a chain, and, and that's yeah. about it. But both have been replaced, non-standard. Mm. But it actually, once we've got the power to it, it works beautifully. Okay. So we're like, okay, well, it's not dangerous. It looks horrific, but it's just the aesthetic, really. So yeah. we'll, we'll stick with it. Well, nice. Yeah. So that's all okay. Um, but we've, I mean, literally the list of jobs that we've still got, are just it's just incredible. I did an update with one of the bookings guys this morning, and <laughs> literally... I, I had to say to him, look, I can survive for a couple of months before we continue with this. But, I mean, the list is just is just incredible. Um, to give you, I, I'm going to run through maybe 10% of it. Okay. okay. So we start off in the breakfast room where we need to turn down the fan speed. And a lot of these... Like, are oh, what, which fan are we are talking about? The, the overhead fan? AC, AC, AC fan. fan. Yeah. So but it, don't they run at multiple speeds? No. So... Um, I've already fitted an Ecobee, um, which is a smart control system to it, which yeah. puts it at a single speed. Ah, okay. And interestingly enough, there's a lot of people that are after um, the smart thermostats where they have multi-speed, but in effect that reduces the effectiveness of the unit because it's then running at a faster speed if you choose to go on low than it should do. Ah. Its job is to generally cool that room as fast as it can and then cut the power so that you get the maximum reduction from it. What I'm actually going to do, though, is I have a little, and I can hear the resonance rattle um, that's in that one. If I knock it down even probably or oh, 50 revolutions maximum a minute, it will come out of that resonance zone, and we won't get that little noise anymore. Ah, it okay. saves us having to replace the fan motor or bushes or all this kind of stuff. So part of it is just the sound, too. It's a little, yeah. just a little annoying. Yeah, it's just a little annoying. So we'll knock that one down. Uh, next one is master batch, uh, bathroom hatch replacement. I then looked at the ceiling again this morning. It's shot. Oh, so the, the whole ceiling? whole ceiling's coming down. We'll put a new one in there. Is it just a false ceiling as well? One of those? It's a mix and match. So, oh. uh, yeah. A little bit like this. Um, so uh, it, both sections need redoing. The tiles are original and they're bright yellow now, oh, which dear. is not my yeah. style at yeah. all. So we'll redo all of that um, probably in a in a month or two. Um, I've just put irrigation. 
Now, get ready for this one, Jack. I can't wait. I know we've had stories here that you were unsure what was going on because there was a lot of AstroTurf around there. Well, there was AstroTurf, and then also in the front where it's, it, at the moment it's all stone. Oh, does, now, does that date me by calling it AstroTurf? Because artificial grass at one point, that's, I think that's a brand, AstroTurf. You're right. They were the people who yeah. used to do um, football pitches, <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't it? Yeah. Interestingly enough, my hometown team, Preston North End, had one of the earliest AstroTurfs in the, uh, the UK <laughs> So we've, we've dated us both. Yeah, yeah well, I played <laughs> on it, and it was, it was lethal, you know? Yeah. You used was, to come back with burns like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> that was the stuff. What's this, early 80s? I'm guessing this must have yeah. been yeah, 82, 83, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, it was dangerous, that stuff. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Well, I wish I had that, to be fair, because <laughs> instead, what I've got is, uh, outside the front, all the way down the front, uh-huh. I have got wet patches of stone. Yeah, that's wrong. No, it's not good, is it? No. Okay, so I got... I but got, do you know why? I mean, do you know I what... I now do. Oh, I now okay. Do. It shot. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so bad that what had been happening was the solenoid valves for uh, the irrigation were damaged. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it was constantly leaking. But because for some reason the the irrigation had been put underground, what it actually meant was they didn't know it was leaking, the previous tenant. Is that that a standard operating procedure, putting irrigation underground? No, you always keep it up near the top. I think the reason was because they added the the gravel afterwards and somebody just couldn't be bothered to lift it at the time. Yeah, let's just put the gravel over top top of it. It's done. Yeah, yeah, because it's no... And it's out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't look, you know, you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, So the previous tenant must have been paying, I think they were paying like thousands a month over what they should have been because of these leaks. So... Because it adds up, and it's it's quite a bit of water, actually, that would have been leaking yes. out. Yeah, exactly. So what we've done is we've done a halfway house immediately, which was um, terminate the entire front section, so nothing's going mm. on there anymore. But out the back, I mean, it's just leak, 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 leak. And bless him, Alex, was my, my technician, was brilliant. He's like, oh, I can fix it for you, Colin, but do you really want me to? That's all that he said. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm with you now. So you think all new. He's like, yes, no-brainer. Well, we don't have your time available to be able to do that now. So what can I do in the meantime? And what he said was, in effect, I will focus on repairing the leaks that are pre-valve and also replace the float valve in the tank. So that way you no longer have a leak uh, and the ah, valve will be closed. Okay. When the valve opens, it's going to be like Niagara and the whole place will will be kind of flooding and leaking all over the yeah. shop. But it means water's getting to your plants. But because a solenoid valve is working effectively and everything upstream of that is working effectively, in effect, you're only leaking for the six minutes that you've got it running for. There we go. So that's the halfway house before we rip out the whole lot. Four days of um, of irrigation, but no point doing that before we get the lawns put in. So, exactly. Yeah. How many solenoid valves do you have on on your system? See, at the moment, there's only two, which is insane mm. because normally you'd have four or six. <laughs> yeah. But there is astroturf there, to be fair. Okay. But previously, it was grass, so I wasn't able to have the conversation enough with Alex to say, "Can you see any signs of where the rest of the system was?" So that's a little bit of a worry, but fingers crossed, we should be we should be in the right place eventually to yeah. to reinstate all of that. So we're literally that's, that's good news. I think literally that was ten percent, without a doubt. I've got various dimmable bulbs that need to go in. I've got oh, here's another classic. <laughs> so extractors. Okay, so okay. typically in the washroom in the kitchen. Yes, exactly. All of mine have problems. Every single one of them. What? Right? I've got one on the Jack and Chill upstairs that shorts basically the whole room out when you uh, when you turn it on. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing because how can that be possible? Well, like, I, I just it, it is. 
I mean, I know I'm going to spot everything. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But no, but if I'm if I'm using you know the washroom and every time I turn on the extractor fan, it shorts the whole room out. That's the first thing I'm going to be calling in the replacement crew to get this thing sorted out and figuring out what's going on with this motor or yeah. just replace the whole fan. Well, it, and the odd thing was the landlord is brilliant. So yeah. in that situation, he would have done said just take it off the rent. Yeah, but the previous tenants decided not to not to get that done and quite a lot of other things. But it's by no means a house of horrors. It's right. better than the majority of what we looked at. Yeah. So you think about well, how many jobs there are that are outstanding in people's homes? And I understand budget. I do understand budget, but people are living with some quite major issues yeah. that, that I'm surprised that they aren't not spending a little bit more time <laughs> dealing with. <laughs> Um, so the other one that's a classic is um, there's an integrated as part of the extractor fan. There is an integrated um, well air gate. I kind of call it. I don't know. I don't know the official term to be honest. But its job basically is to stop the air from outside getting in when the extractor fan is off. Oh yeah, those little grates that go up and go down. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. I, gotcha. should, I know I should know the name for that, but I really yeah. don't. I like that integrated air gate. That's good. It sounded quite technical, it didn't it? It does, very technical. It's just not its official name, but I, I didn't really need to tell anyone that, and it would be none the wiser. There we go. Right. So, because those have failed on every single one of them, I've currently got a shower that comes out of the ceiling on every single location every morning, because the AC is normally on through the night yeah. with um, Mrs. Arctic as a requirement. So, um, as a result, we're going to actually have to install manual integrated gates, air gates. Um, so, what does that mean? It's got a little string that you pull and it opens? No, no, it? no. Oh. It, it will work off the, oh, uh, okay. off the pressure. So, right, when right. The, uh, the suction pressure isn't there anymore, um, it, it will just automatically close okay, uh, gotcha. to stop that happening as well. And one's going to need replacement and it's shorted out. So, that's going to be fun and games, uh, which has contributed to some mould on the ceiling. Ooh, you don't want mould. Exactly. So, we have to deal with that as well. Now, are you going to have so, to get new fans, or are the parts available in the market for what you're looking at? Because these are 15-year-old villas, right? Yeah. Um, the the fan will be a different model, but um, it, it, they, they're kind of standard-ish. Oh, okay. Um, so that should be fine. Uh, the other ones, we're actually just going to modify the system, so we'll put mm. a separate um, uh, gate on it, air gate on it, so that, that way, uh, even though, because the fan's working okay, so rather yeah. than replace the whole thing, we'll just deal with the one problem that we've got. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's one of those that is just, a, it, it's constant we've got door mechanisms all over the shop that need sorting out um it's yeah it, there's absolutely utterly loads but most importantly we're getting to the stage now where we're going to get most of the house back yeah. um which is useful and a lot of the work that, that we scheduled in today um is going to be over the next couple of months so hopefully the guys have got more chance of scheduling it in on cancellations and that kind of thing for us yeah this is this is almost like you've closed off the story it's like the end of a disney movie you know, we're feeling good about it, and you know, the thing about Disney movies, there's always that <laughs> sequel, isn't there? You know, going to go on to Gardens next. I've got two yeah. months to go on that. Yeah, or maybe not. <laughs> it might be the time to let it let it die. I'll just suffer in peace. <laughs> no, You're I, supposed to be my therapist, James. I know. I, you I can't think shut it down. No, no. I, I, I think, but I think one part of it. I think we're we're the, the garden sequel will be back because I'm I'm very interested in the pergolas. I'm very interested in what you can do around the pool. Very interesting because you know, you got the added bonus of Rolo the dog and yeah. and you want to start the landscaping 
And so desert landscaping becomes very interesting. So you got all that to play with. And I don't know, this is good. This is... There's plenty to think about. Actually, this afternoon, we're starting with the first of the aluminium fences being installed. Mm. Um, and that was just pure Rolo why, why safety. Did, why, why, why did you go with the aluminium fence? What was... Uh, simple. It just doesn't need... Um, it's around the side. Uh-huh. So uh, it doesn't actually need to be aesthetic. Okay. And secondly, it's just a total no-maintenance solution that will stop Rolo being able to get into the um, switch pool cupboard and the electrics and all that kind of stuff mm. and, and bless him his only aim in life right now is to get into the electrics and the swimming <laughs> pool and stuff and all that <laughs> so it's just a question of um you know dealing with a crazy dog we we were over at the mini siahi yesterday yeah i saw the pigs Look yeah lovely oh beautiful yes. you know one of my favorite pools right now in fact it was kind of we've kind of become these pool snobs right because we're we're right out there with privily so we've been using privily and people's my kids are not my kids are back in canada and they're you know canada's still fairly i mean things are opening but it's yeah. not open like it is in in the uk it's yes. definitely not open like it is here mm. and people aren't traveling I mean, to traveling in country but yes. the people are not traveling out of country because it's you know you got a two-week enforced quarantine and all that kind of stuff or anyway so you can go to canada you're allowed but you got to go quarantine for two weeks so and they check so you, Good. you never know Thank if the RCMP is going to call you or someone's going to call you and say, yeah, so you're at home and right. you know, they could be outside your door calling you. Right. So nice. it's like, um, and, and so we, we've been fortunate with privily that we get to go around. So one of the problems we've faced, and it's not a problem because there's no problems when you're visiting five-star hotels, but we've become rather snobbish with, we have now a list of pools that are our preferred pools geared by temperature. So if the temperature oh, of the, good one. the temperature, and so there has been times we thought, oh yeah, I'd really like to go try this pool. Yeah. And the, the thing is one of us will stay down in the car. The other one will go up and put our foot in first. And then oh, go, I love that. <laughs> the person goes, what are you doing? Just checking the pool temperature. Before I decide whether or not I'm going to be because, a patron at your establishment. Well, because we've been to too many pools. One of them was yesterday. We got there, got, you know, got ourselves set up put our foot in and say, I'm not getting in this pool. It's way too hot. And we literally picked up everything and left. And the person at the goes, you just got here. And this happened twice in two days. But you just got here. Yeah, your pool's hot. Oh, I love your style. And so we ended up at the Minasiahi yesterday, freezing. It was beautiful. In Great. fact, we went, the Meridian, just beautiful. Just beautiful. But interesting thing, as we're talking about backyards, is they have that composite wood uh, decking. decking. Yes. Yeah, I'm using that as well. That burns your feet off. So just be, that's the, that's the best bit. So I was, I was watching people and you're thinking, you know, cause I, I've got the flip flops on and I, yes. you know, I leave the sun lounger with the shade and all that. And if there's sun, I'm flip flopping to the edge of the pool, but there were yes. people who weren't doing that Ouch. and I'm watching them halfway and you can just see, these are, these are adults who terror is in their faces as they know they're, they've done the math. They're going, I'm only halfway. Yeah. I'm 50%. <laughs> I've got no option. There was no yeah. better location. Oh, backwards or forwards. And I just thought, wow, this stuff. And you don't want to wet it down because as soon as you wet it down then it becomes a slipping trip hazard right so it was interesting i don't know what their solution was or is well we've always i mean it was one of the things that we taught ruby when she was three which is it's hot here ruby bear so on that basis take your shoes right the way to the pool leave them at the side so that way nobody else trips over your shoes and in we get and these days ruby tells us that we need to make sure we keep our flip-flops on until we get to the side of the pool it, 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 to me, it sounds quite yeah, bizarre. I, I thought it was, might not have worked that out yet. Yeah, and you're just looking at people. But I got to say, the water was so cold. So you know, it was it was a good it was good hot and humid yesterday. Yeah, yeah. 
I would say, you know, high 40s. Mm. And so if you're sitting out in the sun and you're getting quite a sheen of perspiration on and then you decide to hit the pool, people were jumping in the pool and it was like, <gasps> it was that cold. Wow. <laughs> See, that is fine. Apart from, uh, I, I don't know from a woman's perspective, but for me, when it gets me in the gingangs, that's when I know that we're really doing something dangerous. Yeah, we were there. We were there. You were, oh, it was oh. on that level, was it? <laughs> it, was, it was like, wow. The one that gets me, which I, I love, they have it just right, is the one and only, um, but on oh. the palace side. Okay, yeah. Um, the unfortunately, it's closed at the moment, which is just devastating. It's my favourite, favourite mm. hotel by Country Mile in mm. Dubai. Um, but instead, where did I, I've just done a, um, a day somewhere. Where did we go? Oh my God. No, you were in Najman for a while. Yeah, but no, no, we, it's since then. We, this is only last week that we went somewhere. And I can't remember where we went. But anyway, their pool was as close as we could get to that perfect temperature oh, for us. See. Where I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not in trouble from that perspective. Yeah. But again, it's not warm. There's nothing yeah. worse than a warm pool. Is and there? and I, I feel for the hotel providers, right? Because keeping a pool cold or cooled is expensive yes and we and we've been to a few where it's just it's not refreshing i mean and it's just not refreshing (laughs) and so we've become those people now that if it's not refreshing we're not suffering through it we just leave and go to another one good on you and we've got a list now of the pools that were you know that work and actually one of them because i thought after being in pools all summer and i started swimming a few laps every now and then i realized i i I used to be a swimmer and i really like swimming laps and i haven't swam laps for a couple years now so i got back in with swimming oh you know what I want to do more of this. And so we figured we, we, we were doing a, a pool drive-by check at the Lemuridian by the airport, which is old school. I mean, oh, we're yes. talking yeah, yeah. and and you go in and it, you know, it's, it's vintage. Yes. If you want a nice vintage Dubai pool experience, it is that, but the water was beautiful oh, and they have nice. a lap pool and it was cold. That's the thing. Lap and, pools. and you're kind of looking around going, you know, this is, we're not, we're not in JBR. Yes. And you're going, this is, this is Dubai. Like this is the Dubai I remember when I moved to the, you know, Dubai Country Club yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It had that look. So it was a very nice nostalgic feel with all the modern amenities. So oh, I was really, nice. I was really happy with that. Yeah. And the pool's cold. So it's a good deal. I remember back in the day going to an amazing teppanyaki place. There. Yeah. 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 I haven't been there in decades. I don't know if it's still there actually. It probably isn't. Uh, yeah. Everybody else doesn't yeah. go there anymore. It's a shame. <laughs> oh well. There's a big hospital right beside it now, Prime Hospital or something. See, I'm not sure we gave <laughs> approval for this. This this modernism. I, well, I, I kind of. I mean, you've been here for a while. I've been here yeah. for a while, and and sometimes I, you know, I hit the modern with the old, and it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I take what the, I get. So yeah, I love the progressive department the whole. But, yeah. Um, I, I also think I can be quite grumpy, if the truth be told. Don't, don't ever tell my wife that, because it's a constant bone of contention. But I also think that I've got less gripes about Dubai than I've had in any other place that I've ever lived. Mm-hmm. Well, that's got to be good, because yeah. I'm still going to moan. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. There's going to be moaning happening. But if there's less than anywhere else, that's got to be a really good sign. Yeah. I've also, I'm also rating the pool places by the French fries. Great. And Great uh, the Meridian down at the beach, excellent fries, just the right amount of salt. And you, and when you get the right crispy fry, and they're thin cut, uh, double fried for sure, but you don't need to have a whole plate. One or two is fine. I, I'm, I can do that. One or two plates. <laughs> no, no, one or two fries. Face and I, down. Yeah, it's, like, it's just, no, gotta, gotta. I can't do that. 
Yeah. This is the reason why we've just been talking about the fact I've, I've now employed a nutritionist to help me out. But to hear about fries and anything carbohydrate. Oh, oh man. See, the, the carbs are the killer, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm struggling. Actually, no, I'm not. He's very clever because he's basically worked out. He's got my psyche worked out in time, okay. which is let's forget everything. Let's stay really, really basic. Work out how to eat protein. After that, we'll deal with the next step, which yeah. is about just breathing, probably. <laughs> Let's just get him used to handling protein, and we'll go from there. Well, I, and I think people are just grossly dehydrated. We don't drink enough liquids here, water, and yeah. just keep it. And, and you see it. I mean, I see people all the time, and it's like, you know, I was out with someone, they, they, oh, I forgot my water. It's like, are you kidding? It's 50 degrees. What, do you stop at an Epco and get, you know, a two liter bottle of water. Of course. And I, so I, I think we just walk around chronically dehydrated, which then forces us to binge eat sweets and this and that. Oh, I'm going to grab. Yeah. And, and let's face it, you know, when we start talking carbs and stuff, it, it, what did I just see the other day? Some, you know, a very popular burger chain. I'm not going to name and shame it, but now they've got a mini of one of their very popular burgers. And I'm just going, well, and you know, and it's, it's under 10 durums. Oh. Well, that becomes really easy, right? Mm. <laughs> like, oh, I need a little lunch. And oh, it's a little bit smaller. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Apparently I'm allowed the burger there because that's protein. However, okay. I'm literally as, as basic as just trying to confirm whether or not how much protein is in this. I'm, I'm at that stage. It's ridiculous because I haven't really had to think about it before. I, I just grabbed food as w when it when it yeah. arrived. Yeah. My, we could have an absolute classic with Dr. Jenna. She'd have a head in the hands after like a minute and a half. <laughs> you genuinely didn't realise that that wasn't protein. I haven't got a clue. See, we need to do that show. We, we absolutely oh, need to do that she show. She would be in tears at the state of, of my knowledge on food well I, and i you know she's still into uh doing the the uh, on-air prostate exams anytime we want to do those because we, we didn't offer but i'm not available that day <laughs> we did no but i've i've uh, we've done we've done a whole have you listened to the men's health series that i've done yeah, with her you're talking about the finger stuff yeah. because that's very bizarre <laughs> well because i was looking at her and she and, and she goes well you know she tells she's always tells the story when she was interning that she was the go-to for impacted bowels because she has these ridiculously long fingers that are also slender so oh she would depack people manually oh god <laughs> I'm never going to look at her the same way. So, oh, no. so imagine we're talking prostate exams with her dad sitting beside her on the prostate show. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Cause Cause, we need, yeah that could have got even weirder when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird show. That was a very weird show. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, anyway. An all-time classic. It, it is one. Of, it's, it's another one. I've got the, a, a, three, a threesome of those shows, oh, men's health man. stuff. The best one, though, and I don't know if you heard about this one. Maybe you haven't heard it, but the, the first episode of the men's health, the men down under part right. one, mm -hmm. Andrew Thomas decided he was going to come and sit in, but he didn't ask what the topic was. Brilliant. <laughs> Circumcisions and vasectomies was the topic for that show. <laughs> She's not on next issue. I've got to avoid her at all costs. Yeah, no, she's not on today. Oh, she's she, working. She's working. Oh, man, that's hilarious. I love it. And then her mum filled in after. Oh, I saw her mum a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. A lovely lady. And her dad was here now, so there mm. we go. Has a B. Yes. This is what he goes by. Yeah, sounds good. And quite a footballer, apparently. Wow. Yeah, Liverpool. Well, I, don't, I don't think he played for Liverpool, but he played football in Liverpool. Close enough for me. 
That, that means he's a Liverpool player. He can he can position himself that way. Yeah. Anywhere else in the world. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, this has been a lot of fun. You know what? And I think it is time for us to, to, as usual, say we've got to wrap things up. And we'll do it all again really soon. I think next week we're talking tools because you sent me this incredible list. Uh, and we've got six questions at the top of the list, but then we got tools explained. I think we got to go through the questions and the tools explained, and then we'll pick up the house stuff. Sounds perfect. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Potaholics with a K at gmail.com. Potaholics with a K across all the socials. We will fix it. Essential Maintenance, Dubai. You can find them. Why not? You want to have a chat with them. And of course, Colin will be back with the We Will Fix It podcast really soon. My name's James Pikeway, and this is Potaholics. <laughs>